0: all right guys welcome back to the student cast i'm here with owen and jack how are you guys doing
1: good thanks yeah how are you yeah
0: not so bad man how are you brilliant uh i mean why don't you guys introduce yourselves for the people that
2: don't know i'll let you go first jack
1: uh so hello we are well we're half of pentire uh we're an indie band from herefordshire um yeah there's not much more to it i suppose that's um that's who we are um, we got a song out very soon, so
3: yeah.
0: Doing the rounds. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, simplest way to get off Pentile. Uh, How would you get that name? I mean, oh, that's everyone's first question, isn't it? I mean, it it has to be. It's a yeah, it's I a, suppose. Uh, well, wow,
2: so basically, we we did have a name. We were called the Three Six Five to start with, which is one a terrible gig. name. <laughs> anyway, and we scrapped that. And then um, there's a place in Newquay in Cornwall, uh, yeah, Fistral Beach, and part of the headland's called Pentire. And when you drive along, there's a big sign that says "Welcome to Pentire," but it's not really a place as such; it's just a headland. So I thought it's not too, it's a bit niche, but it's also a place. And then it just sort of sounded like a good name, and we stuck with that. Yeah.
0: I mean, fair play. If if it works, it works, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Well, do
2: you like it? i As do like it cool
0: i do like it it's it's interesting enough for me to wonder what you do i think that's that's mm-hmm. the goal of a good name especially i think yourself. that was
2: that was part of it i guess the 365 it, it there could be a meaning behind it but then pentire you don't really hear it no one's ever heard it before but it also is easy to say and spell. i guess well yeah.
1: apart from the people who live in pentire they well yeah of yeah. Course. <laughs> yeah there's
0: a few of them yeah i mean 365 i'm 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 one of those people that's usually against numbers and names
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I don't know why it's just a, a pet peeve of mine especially when people make uh usernames and things like that when you yeah. when you when you see someone it's like oh i'm uh matt 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 doherty
2: at 448 <laughs> like could you come up with a little bit better get yeah a- i think if you can get you away know. without having them it works but um well, we had, we did a those were the two we had to start with and we went we chose the 365 to start with for some bizarre reason Mm. um but yeah Pentice, i I like it it stuck well i think
0: yeah
1: it's a a good job you uh, like it we've been doing it for two years (laughs) years yeah Yeah.
2: (laughs) come out now and decide that you don't like it (laughs) yeah too late to change in there
0: yeah i mean how do you guys all know yourselves obviously only one half uh, of the band but Mm. how do you know each other How, how did it all get started so, uh, me and Owen
1: were both in separate bands before, uh, Pentire, um, and I put on a gig in in our, like, uh, in Ross on Why uh, with my old band Youngster and Owen was in the band that supported us. Um, and then they, I think they both, our bands broke, both both broke up on the same day, which is, it was really weird. Cause I messaged you and I was like, do you want to be in a band? Well, not do you want to be in a band, but like, do you want to meet? Uh, just, do you want to have, have
2: a little jam really? wouldn't it? Yeah.
1: And then, um, Uh, ryan and josh both went to the same school as me um so i was always mates with ryan so uh we initially got josh in because he was the only drummer in the school um and then yeah ryan was a guitarist who we knew and he was one of our mates and he ended up playing bass and that's how it pretty pretty much all started
2: but it all came it all kind of fitted together well because i originally didn't live in ross and then we formed the band and I wasn't too far away. And then my parents ended up deciding to move to Ross when I was a bit younger. And then we were all just located there. It was nice and easy to get the band started, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's always interesting when you hear like band stories, because it feels like everyone has to be in a band before they're in their band, if you get mm, what I mean. Yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah, I think it helps.
0: It's a, you have to go through a breakup before you find the person that, you know,
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's like anything though, isn't it? But um, yeah. Yeah. It was nice for us because our bands, they were, they were fine beforehand, but they never really went anywhere outside of where we lived. And then Mm -hmm. I felt from the start, we knew this project sort of had a better sort of starting point from it. I think it was always going to grow better than those two bands, in my opinion.
1: Mm. yeah yeah we never really did anything in either of those bands and they were kind of just like your know, school projects or just just for fun yeah um, but yeah i'd like to think that what we're working towards here is is kind of it's better than our old bands. so yeah i'm very happy
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm.
0: well hopefully you are don't mm, want yeah. any more breakups
2: <laughs> fingers crossed no i should be fine
0: yeah so what's the what are you guys working on at the moment um, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, uh, many many things at the moment. It's actually quite busy. Um, we're we're not meant to say much, but um, we've got quite a few things in the pipeline. Uh, many releases for the next few months. Um, pretty much, yeah. We're we're very busy behind the scenes. I'm not sure how much I can say without getting shouted at. But um, yeah, it's going to be very exciting the next few months.
0: To put it that way. Yeah. I, I mean, who's a? Uh, you're saying you can't get shouted at. So you, I'm guessing you guys are are you managed or? Are you independent? How, how's that working?
1: That's that's tricky as well. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I don't
1: know if we can talk about that either. I don't know. Owen. I mean, what do you reckon?
2: We, well, I'd, I'd say we are managed to an extent, but we, we aren't allowed to talk about it at the moment. Obviously yeah. with, and especially with all COVID and that no one knows what's going to happen um, release-wise and everything. When we get gigs back up and going, we're hoping to sort of see what happens then. And mm. But we're not allowed to actually say at the moment. <laughs> That's
0: be unfortunate. Be great, to, great to bring it up on a podcast when
3: you can. No. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I guys. mean, there's there's always that kind of stuff in in industry where you you can't talk about certain things, and there's a mm. little bit of the, you know, uh, hush hush. You know, mm. don't don't want it to. It's a what's shame because
2: a lot of the time it's exciting stuff you can't talk about, and you want to. Mm. Um, I suppose what we could talk about is we see with uh, Boris's announcement the other day. Everyone knows sort of when gigs gonna be coming back, so. We're looking into a lot of that, getting on some supports and stuff. So that's exciting. Now there's a light at the end of the tunnel, hopefully.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah, yes. hopefully.
0: So you, uh, I'm assuming that you're setting off, setting up your like roadmap for the next year with uh, with all the new announcements.
2: Yeah, hundred um, percent. Obviously, they're not set in stone. Even ones we are organizing at the moment, no one knows the promoters us if are still going to go ahead. But there's more hope than there was a few months ago.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you think of the, like his new rules? Because I hear, I heard them. It was it happened the other day, and um, I I hear it and I'm like June twenty first, and it, it sounds brilliant. Like it sounds absolutely brilliant. But I have mm. absolutely no confidence that it's actually going to stick to that date.
2: It's the weird one because we know what's happened before twice. Yeah, um, yeah. I suppose you got to be optimistic, but we'll see what happens.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You, there's always hope. There's always hope. <laughs> <laughs> there really is
2: maybe this time around they might not make the mistake of doing everything too early yeah but you know it's politics we don't want to get into that but you know what happens <laughs> then
0: yeah yeah i mean were you guys like um gigging before everything happened or is what did it like um basically how much did it affect your industry because i know it's obviously crippled a lot of people but if you haven't been really doing that much then it kind of hasn't affected you if you go i mean
1: yeah i mean we were gigging a lot before um before covid happened i mean we last year in the summer it was like we we went like maybe two weeks without gigging that was the longest kind of mm-hmm. period we'd done we were all over the shop only in the local kind of areas um uh because it was would have been like our first few years of, of the band and that kind of thing but um i mean it was kind of annoying when the pandemic happened because we played our biggest show two weeks before the lockdown started um we it was a hometown show and in fact it's coming up soon like yeah the, the year anniversary so you probably see mm. it on instagram or something that's reminiscing but um yeah that was really fun sold it out and everything so um yeah but actually the, the last gig we played before lockdown was quite an interesting topic because um we, we, so we were first on, we're uh, supporting about yeah. subcultures and EKO, who are both great bands uh, in Bristol. And we've got about four songs into the set and like alarms started going off and um, everybody was like running around. And then some bloke, just no idea who he was. I don't think he was even, I don't think he was the owner of the venue. He was just some well, random bloke.
2: Yeah, everyone got chucked out. Everyone thought it was like a fire alarm, even the owner. And then mm. 20 minutes later, it was basically, you can't come back in. Someone's tried to rob the safe. And I'm not happy for the gig to go back on. So, yeah, that was the last experience with a gig for us.
0: Wow. Yeah.
2: But, um, uh, sorry, go no, on. No, that's right. Going back to the obviously the lockdown, touching on that, yeah. I know it's put people into the ground, but with us, we're actually quite lucky. I think it's helped us quite a lot. We've easily doubled our following, Spotify monthly listings, and everything. It's given us a lot more time. You don't concentrate on the silly things like, all the online stuff as much as you should, I guess, when you're gigging, you think, mm. oh, we'll play this gig and we'll get fans that way. But in this, like, sort of era, it's, it does really help. Even, like, TikTok, we were all against it, but we were told, look, get on it and you'll thank us and stuff like that. It it helps to concentrate on that. And as we can't gig, it's sort of been all we're doing, isn't it?
0: Hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, the the online content stuff is... It's really the... That what I'm finding is it's the only way to grow your platform it's really mm. difficult otherwise to get any kind of exposure Just because yeah, it feels like every industry is so oversaturated
2: it's almost yeah. like hard to imagine a bands in the well before 2000 got anywhere without I suppose more people went to gigs then to find new bands but it's hard to imagine it really when mm. it's simply just to sort of get on your phone and you can sort of be in contact with anyone then
3: Mm. Mm,
1: yeah, I mean, especially with the oversaturation, like the music industry, and like there's probably hundreds of thousands of bands, four-piece play indie music. Do you know what I mean? So there's you've just got to
2: do. But so yeah, you got to put the timing because you? you've got there's so, much, so much time and effort, in there yeah. so many other people doing what you're doing. You want to be the best, and mm. maybe one day, hopefully, you'll get there. Mm.
0: It's it's a lot of um a lot of preliminary work that leads up to the mm. the one big thing yeah. that you don't see it's like you, you you never see how many songs how many things you've done in the past until everyone sees that one song that you made
2: yeah but... it is it is crazy how much work goes on behind the scenes mm. you know, emails yeah. zoom calls i mean that's a new thing well we're on one now yeah. Um, yeah. but for us me and jack have been zoom calling almost every day writing and sorting out songs that we're recording is is weird but um it's what you can do at the moment
1: I never thought I'd be songwriting over zoom. That was really weird. Like You no. just you, you put in ideas and like you're bouncing them back and forth over email. And um, it's like, Oh, I've just checked you a new guitar part with this work, with this work. Oh, what are these lyrics like? And I mean, I know yeah, thousands of
2: emails. Oh, it's,
1: yeah. It's, I mean, we've done our last three singles like that, really. Mm. Well, three, including the ones that are going to be for this year, but mm. yeah, it's um,
0: hopefully it doesn't stay around too long. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just uh, adapting really. It, if, if you didn't adapt and get used to it i mean you just have nothing nothing to right, show. exactly and
2: god bless mm, yeah. the digital age i don't know what we'd be doing if we didn't have laptops and all that
0: yeah yeah can you imagine <laughs> S- sending letters god, oh dear. god <laughs> <laughs> relying on uh, royal mails services
2: hmm. uh, better than hermes <laughs>
0: oh yeah, here. yeah hermes have broken more than one thing for me and it's actually <laughs> rude i don't i'm not a fan of their service, I've no. actually
1: never had a problem with them. You know, they've wow. they've never broken anything in mind. You're very lucky. They're like me.
0: They they are genuinely awful. Um, I'd I'd honestly pay a pound extra every delivery if I could avoid using Hermes as a service. It's it's a bit uh, rude.
2: Hermes, please sponsor this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sponsored by Hermes. <laughs> I mean, they should. They, I mean. Companies really should look at sponsoring online uh, creators in general more, mm-hmm. because
2: hundred percent, yeah.
0: You, it's a very targeted audience. Even if it's a small audience, it's a very direct audience. So, if you're looking to use a product or get a product out to a target market, the fastest way to do it is to send it to people who will see it.
2: And, yeah, of course.
0: Um, you're seeing it a little bit more recently, but I think it's just touching the tip. You're going to see. Um, a lot more people sharing sponsored content all the time
3: Mm.
2: yeah it does make sense everyone's phones in their pocket all day and you might see an like a billboard on the side of the road but i never take much notice. no no
0: actually i actually get surprised when i see a really good billboard oh yeah they're they're still around
1: they still exist yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean why wouldn't you want to do that you know i mean for creators as well like if somebody said oh I'll give you some money, and if you promote my, my thing, then, well, everybody wins, really, did not they? So,
2: exactly.
0: Yeah. How much do you guys um, look at your analytics for, for listens and stuff? Because I, I kind of get lost in it, just because I really like numbers. But I'm wondering. Yeah,
2: if at the moment, really. daily. Mm-hmm. because of it, We've had a big spike over the past. Well, over the past few months, we've had a big spike, obviously. But over the past couple of days, the spike's really like took off so we're, we're always checking it it's annoying with spotify Do you, obviously you use spotify for artists i guess for your podcast yeah and it obviously updates daily but it always seems to be a different time and i checked just before we came on now and it still hasn't updated for yesterday and it's quite frustrating mm.
1: yeah when you say big spike it makes it sound like oasis or somewhere it's <laughs> still well, small numbers but
2: yeah yeah I it's mean, nice um, to see that.
1: you've got to constantly keep monitoring your audience and who you're actually putting stuff out for because i mean if you're you've got I I don't know a sixty percent male audience and you put in stuff out other or I don't know do you know what I mean An audience that's over fifty and you're putting stuff out that's targeted a younger audience you're not gonna go anywhere. So and I think the the key nowadays, as you said, all this uh, digital age and stuff is I mean music is a product. So when I when we write the songs, obviously we want to write them as our art, but if it's if if we've naturally got an audience that's under 18, then it's gonna have to be targeted to be i don't know certain characteristics around it or do, do you kind of know what i mean like you've got to keep monitoring who you're putting it out to because that's how it's going to get the best results mm-hmm. um and i think if we didn't do that we would be missing a trick so
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah it, uh, who is your like target audience because music is so uh, subjective that you could market it towards anyone but are you mm-hmm. like marketing it to, to a particular audience
2: well our, I think... on spotify well, i don't know how many people lie about their age but yeah. on spotify um our biggest by far is 18 to 22 i think they put it into and then un, under 18 is pretty big as well but we there's percentages in 60 plus and all over the place but 18 to 22 i think is our biggest
1: i think as a whole we kind of target us as 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 like um ages and what we're interested in and stuff because if we like it which i think we should um then hopefully people our age and who people are like us are going to yeah. like it as well. So that's always been really the goal is just make music that we want to make. and Hopefully everything will follow. But um, yeah, that's, I that's think kind it's of who we target.
2: kind of natural. Everyone, well, most people in a certain age barrier have this, watch the same trends, listen to the same music ish in a way. Mm. Um, so I think it's always going to naturally be people our age, because we're making music we like, which is music we listen to. But, mm. So,
0: you you obviously want to make music and listen to it's like it, it's um in my head it's like imagine you're making a song and you don't even like your own song. Yeah, <laughs> no one's gonna like
1: your song then are they? Yeah, <laughs> so obviously. It's like you not gonna work, yeah.
0: <laughs> if you don't like it, then how are they gonna like it?
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean you are always always your biggest critic. Uh, although my dad is quite a big big critic <laughs> of mine. He um that's him. He'll he'll find any little thing within every song I've ever written that I should just change and make better. But I suppose that's how you get better over time, isn't it? So there's
0: yeah. every cloud but um yeah yeah i mean how did you guys you, t- you touched on how you you're writing songs but what is like your songwriting process because this is what always fascinates me about uh, music especially when you, someone makes a hit song it's like the entire process of how that started um from the beginning essentially
2: i think oh, well i was about to say i think it's differed quite recently obviously to yeah, have I to about touch to, yeah. At the first few songs um so more recently me and jack have been on a load of zoom calls and he's always got a song but changing a few lyrics here and there and these Mm. like sequences or whatever we've sort of both done that as a pair now um obviously you can talk about when we started the band and that
1: yeah i mean well back at the beginning it was kind of like oh sit in our rooms and play our guitars until we thought of something but i think nowadays you've got to kind of think of uh, i think of my digital audio workstation as a canvas and i just it's not all about chords and lyrics like it used to be like i i'll start with a drum beat i'll start with a bass line any idea and i think both of us me and i are predominantly the songwriters in the band and we'd we'd start and either one of us would give i don't know like a project or an idea or anything to each other and then we just hop on a zoom call in 2020 and 2021 Mm -hmm. and we just work on it all through the day um sort of like traveling ideas and recently we've got into like synths and stuff and making really weird sounds and putting them underneath and just really having a having a play with everything and it's most of our music nowadays in fact music that's past best friend's house is kind of a happy accident um in the sense that we kind of just give it a shot and then what comes out comes out kind of thing so Hmm.
0: do you ever do you ever like um write a song for an occasion or does a song come out of the occasion if you get what I mean
1: I, I think for me a song would come out of the occasion I, I would never sit down and go I'm going to write a song about this I would sit down and go okay this is what I feel like this is what I'm going to sing about Do you know what I mean so it kind yeah. of just I'd always just sing and whatever came out we'd adapt kind of thing if that makes mm. sense
2: I think it's helped being in this band a few years now like you you learn to hate some of your own songs in a way i think when you start any song you write you're too excited about and you want to get it out there and you don't critic and like as enough as you should so now like we i think we've got it down not to a t but better than when we started and we know what we know what's good and what's bad now Yeah, exactly. um it just grows over time every release you fall in love with and then when it's released to everyone else um it's just sort of we think every song's gotten better
1: yeah i mean I, I think so but like as you said like once you release it it's kind of like doesn't feel like your song anymore because in a like, good you've been way though. on it oh in, in a good way yeah but it does it's like you've been working on it for so long and like um even like now the songs that we're looking at for uh, releasing this year it's like i'm already sick of them because i've been <laughs> writing them and recording them every single day for the past however many weeks and it's like um once once you finally get people to hear it, it's kind of like, you're it's, welcome. Like, yeah. not, that sounds really bad. Like, it's a big relief. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, a, um, yeah, here you go. Yeah, but it's going back it really to, like to you
2: said, about everything that goes on behind the scene. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know a lot of people do appreciate that. and But a lot of the time, someone might hear a song on their release rate or whatever, and they might not like it, and that's fine. But everything goes into it it's nice when you get a positive result out of that isn't it? Mm,
0: yeah yeah i mean it, it's always nice when you get feedback um even if it's very little uh, just being positive always always helps um mm. especially mm, it, indeed, it, it yeah. guide you yeah it, it gives you more of a direction especially it's like okay people like this and then, it gives you
2: more of a reason if anything yeah 100 yeah. percent.
0: i mean have you gotten any like negative feedback on music
3: Oh,
2: that's a, have we? That's a good
1: point, actually.
2: Honestly, I was going to say no. Not like <laughs> negative, not like we I, I hate like, it. I know people I think, might not like it. I think people like just
1: would hide it because... I don't know. I, if I didn't like a band, I just wouldn't listen to them. I don't think I'd go and actively comment on their post and say... Yeah, we haven't got a hate club as of yet.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. There's no pen, pen to hate club. Yeah. Um, um, we have had a few comments about Harry Styles on our TikTok. Um that was quite funny because um, Owen made a TikTok that was "You should listen to us and say Harry Styles" or something like that. Um, and there was a lot of twelve-year-old girls just going, "You can't say that. That's so bad. Um, <laughs> Harry Styles is god." All this kind of thing.
2: Which but, is quite... but it was, yeah, a lot of people knew it was a joke and took it well. Yeah, yeah it was a joke. It? Enjoyed the music. Of, I think, yeah, music's always subjective. I think mm-hmm. we've never had it someone come at us sort of like read on like your music. It's just like, yeah. well, if you don't like it, don't listen.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think Harry Styles is class nowadays. So yeah,
0: exactly. I, 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 I actually agree. I I mm. prefer Harry Styles like solo music to the One Direction stuff.
2: Oh, a million. Oh, percent. Definitely, yeah.
0: definitely. I was always a I, I never really liked One Direction.
1: It was always I mean, I would have been year seven, eight when it was really big. So it was always <laughs> the never cool to like it kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, Harry Styles and your stuff is really good.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think but a lot of people don't like him just because he was in one day. And I think that's that's where you're going wrong. You just gotta give it a listen and mm yeah he's famous but he's making good music at the same time regardless yeah
3: (laughs) Yeah,
0: i think it's still there's a stigma around him like just because he was from one direction that it's not Mm. cool it's still not cool to listen to him yeah
2: there is but i i I, yeah if you like it you like music don't you
1: yeah people who think it's not cool to do something are not cool yeah. in my opinion you're cool if you just don't give a shit or don't care sorry I can't swear but, um, can we, yeah, can no you, no you can yeah. swear as much as you want oh that's alright oh, then. I right. don't give a shit <laughs> yeah, yeah. I,
0: don't, I, don't, I don't try to be PC myself um, that's alright then yeah no I, I do like Harry Styles new stuff I mean there was obviously the I think it was the controversy about him wearing a dress uh, mm. fairly recently I don't yeah. know what your, what your thoughts are on that
2: I think just let people do what they want man like if, if even not not that i don't like it i support everything like that but i think even if you don't even if you're a person who don't sort of agree with all that i think it's pointless bringing it up and like publicly arguing about mm. it because you're never going to get anywhere it's, i think just let people wear what they want and leave it at that sort of thing
1: yeah exactly i mean i think it's really cool i've i've always been like trying to wear something different on stage and trying to i've always been quite focused around like well if we look really weird or we look really different then we're more likely to get noticed so yeah any publicity is good
2: publicity exactly
1: and he got everyone everyone who doesn't like him wearing a dress he's still talking about him so yeah
2: exactly and i mean he's he's the right person to do it not saying he didn't want to wear a dress but it was a good thing to do like it raises awareness i think and it's going to help more people Come out about not, not even wearing a address anything, just be being themselves and stuff. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we're not we're not at that stage where we can we we agree with all of it, bit, but we're not at that stage where we can um put our views across like that. But if anyone listens to what he's what people say, it's going to be him. I think it's nice that more people um like Young Blood. I'm not a huge fan of his music, but he's doing the right thing. Do you know Young Blood? No. Nah. He's like just expresses his, his views like that, and I think it's nice to see.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's just uh, the people trying to find something to get at him. And mm. it, it at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Like he's just wearing a dress. Yeah. But Yeah. Do you because you actually care?
2: Exactly. And it, even if even if you don't like it, I don't think you should go in because it's him wearing a dress. You might not wear like like a dress that a woman's wearing. I think just keep your opinions to yourself if it's not you got nothing nice to say don't say it i reckon
0: <laughs> yeah I, I think a lot of people need to realize that and i think it's a lot of uh, anonymity because you can you can say whatever you want really and um, no one knows it's you yeah so and i think
2: if you really want to say it do it in a closed room with someone who agrees with you and you know don't get in arguments online and stuff like this
0: yeah it's um arguments online are always always dodgy i think yeah. everyone's gotten into a couple of them just you get lost in a Twitter thread, uh, no, and it no. go, and it goes too far. Yeah, it's it's just uh, one of those things where this the world we live in today really.
3: Where
1: it all gets traced back to you, doesn't it? It's like wearing it on your forehead. It's, um, <laughs> yeah. If you if you have an argument online, but yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, you guys. Um, uh, I'm not. Sh- you guys have it on your Instagram that you've you've been heard on BBC. Um, oh, yes. yeah, yeah, how'd that come about um,
3: that's
1: pretty uh,
0: huge
3: well, BBC uh, 6 yeah, was a weird
0: on. one. Oh sorry um, mate
1: um, so it was obviously initially I don't know if you know the way BBC introducing works um, but it, it always comes from the local um, radio so uh, our local radio is Hereford and Worcester, Andrew Marston so we obviously sent everything that we did to him and um, he played a few tracks on the radio which is pretty cool we we're pretty happy about that and then one day we just got an email. I was like, um, oh, do you want to come and play a session for us in, oh, where was it? It was in King- Kidderminster Town Hall, Town Hall yeah. yeah. Which is like a place near us. It was a beautiful venue, actually. There's a few photos of us playing there on our Instagram before coronavirus and everything. And um, that was pretty cool. And then we just thought not much else of it. Like, oh, I've got some cool photos. We'll go home. We're happy. Um, and then, well, September, I think it was. So Andrew then forwarded our stuff to Radio 1 and Radio 6. Um, and I well,
2: Yeah, but sorry before that which was briefly before that um we did that obviously that and then we didn't think anything of it like jack said and then we obviously we was bbc introduced artists the week before the bbc six wasn't we
1: sorry i forgot about that yeah so that was pretty cool we um we went up and did an interview with them sat in the radio station and uh this was this is quite a long time ago so we were like yeah we were we were very young we were very like oh my god this is awesome um
2: and yeah um, yeah we were the artists of the week and then they played our him to set I think it was every day for a week didn't they hmm. so um, and then sick of it <laughs> yeah but still again we were like oh that's great um to be BBC introduced now to the week and then he must have sent the stuff to um
1: good old Steve Lamac I mean Steve Lamac but there was a bit was of yeah was
2: to uh, Twitter wasn't we there? did
1: um so we saw that Andrew had sent it to Stephen Mac and um, a few people that we've been tech- like in contact with. were Like you can't just leave it at that. And I was like, right, okay, well I'm gonna tweet him every single day until he does it. So I think we got to we, we got to about seven or eight days and then he got annoyed and he played our song. Um, but the
2: weird thing is we didn't even know. Luckily, some my mm. cousin was just like, I've just heard you are on Radio Six, and I was like, I thought he was having me on. And I was like, because not with BBC you get an email if it's your local station. So we were sort of used to that I and mean, we would have never known. And we um, obviously you can get the link back and we heard it. And yeah, Steve Lebac liked our belly dancer one day of the song. Yeah, belly dancer he played,
1: yeah. But yeah, and he got our name wrong, which is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> he called us Pentier, which is oh, French. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh,
0: maybe, maybe that's an option if he goes to France. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Well really only when French, we play France. <laughs> French tour, yeah. Pentier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's really cool. Like, um, just showing that persistence is key. If you, mm. if, you get, if you annoy someone enough, you can... Exactly, yeah.
3: <laughs> exactly.
2: But no, the BBC introducing is great. And I'd recommend anyone do it. If everyone's got a local BBC introducing, I think Hereford and Worcesters yeah. have always been very nice to us. But it's a good thing to do. They listen to everything. You, you can upload your tracks and they listen to it and they can give you feedback. They can choose to play it. I think it's a good thing, yeah.
1: Exactly. If you're listening and you're in a band... Go and put your stuff on BBC Introducing.
0: Yeah. What, what is BBC Introducing? Like,
2: it's sort of, I guess it's just the BBC sort of, I was going to say younger brother, but it's not, it's just sort of like a side thing to find like, new Pell, and coming artists. Yeah. It was John um, I think. Yeah. And then they split it into all these different things around the country to find new acts. And it's sort of like a big, like, web then. And then, then if they want to, they can send it off to these Radio 1, Radio 6, whatever. And I you, think it's it's a good scouting sort of scheme for new bands.
1: Have you you have sure seen the like the introducing stages of, like Gaston and that? Um, Possibly. Yeah, But they, yeah. they always have really cool bands on. But um,
3: yeah,
0: mm. it's it's good, nice that they um that they're helping out and promoting because obviously with within the industry it's it's difficult enough getting any exposure. Mm. So even yeah. a little a little bit is can be enough to just get the ball rolling.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just even even if Steve. Obviously like the songs he played it, even if he did not he'd have our name in his head sort of thing, you would have seen the email or however they get the songs. And I think that's always a good thing because it's just if anything gets for him today, it be like, I remember that name. Pentier. Pentia. Yeah. <laughs>
3: oh bless.
0: Yeah, it's it's nice of them. Um, I mean, I'm I'm curious about like in the music industry now, obviously every you you see so many people making music because you can make music digitally now. And yeah. it's it's given access to a lot of people who might not have had that chance because learning traditional instruments is a lot more difficult than typing mm. a, clicking a keyboard and making a drum be, yeah
2: you know, it is really easy and and so cheap now you can pick up well i mean you need a laptop though, so, but you can pick up a mic and an interface for a couple hundred quid and it'll be top end sometimes um
1: not even that it's literally like quid. Yeah. you can get a Behringer one so yeah
2: um. It, uh, yeah. It's it is a good positive. Uh, the only negative I think bit Is that everyone's trying to do it now. So mm-hmm. while you're doing it, it's all good fun. But I think trying to get it out, everyone's everyone's doing it. It's harder to come. There's a lot of competition, which isn't a yeah. bad thing. But I think a lot more people are gonna be disappointed in the long run. But it's a, it, I think it's a great thing that well, it's, even for us now, we never thought we'd had to have to use it. But now that COVID's come in, it's been great for us to send over stuff digitally and on email and stuff. Hmm.
0: But as a band, obviously, you guys are playing instruments um, on stage.
2: Okay, you? yeah, I see what you mean. Oh, yeah, yeah with yes. like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a good thing as well, because everyone can get experimental, even if they never end up releasing it. You just might want to have a little sing song in your bedroom hmm. and you can put in some drum, drum loops, drum beats and all that. I think it's a good thing, actually.
0: Yeah. I mean, how did you guys start off in music? Was it like everyone's uh, parents pushing you into music at like five years old? They're like, go play the piano, you'll thank me later.
2: I mean, in my case, sort of not. I wasn't, my parents were very music driven. So I just took that from a young age. I I was never the type to like watch films. Like a lot of people have watched all the Disney films and Star Wars and all that. And (laughs) I'm like, yeah, have you listened to this album sort of thing? And then I just, begged for a guitar and I was like five six seven and they got me this like fake one where you could press the buttons and it made all these noises but I was still begging them and they got me an acoustic guitar and I think I I, I don't know why they're, they're not musical at all Um, they like music but they can't play and I, I don't know what one of me to, I mean your dad played guitar didn't he, Jack?
1: Wow I, I don't know if you can call it playing. <laughs> <Bless> <laughs> well he him, had one um, lying about. He did yeah so I, I remember I was like eight or nine and I was walking to the lounge and he was trying to learn have you seen those well maybe not but someone might have seen the you can get like three chords and 50 songs on youtube <laughs> yeah um, so my dad was trying to learn those three chords so he could play like jesse j and things like that and then one day he just like started playing it and obviously it was in the charts at the time so i knew it so i started singing it eight-year-old me I clapped my hands walking around the lounge um and then i thought okay well i'll give it a go so i, I, I my mum had an old nylon string guitar. Um, and I just took that to my room and I remember like lying it down on my on my like on my um on my fives, and when I was like just playing the strings like not not like uh, just with my right hand so there was no like no notes there at all and then one day I kind of I don't know I just guess I picked it up and started actually playing it. It's a weird one
2: isn't it because yeah like obviously that's something people want to know and it is a weird one because I don't know how I ever started. Like, it's hard to play guitar. Like, when you try and, like, obviously, you mm-hmm. probably try to teach people if jet, like, just even if it's one chord. Yeah. It's so frustrating and somehow we just know how to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, have you got music in your family? You have, haven't you? Not
2: really. No, huh. at all.
1: You're just the wonder kid. <laughs> my, well, I mean, r- you r- got, r- you,
2: r- you've got the famous drum, the famous granddad drummer.
1: Oh, well, not really. But my <laughs> drummer is the granddad. Uh, my, yeah. My granddad <laughs> is the drummer in the Wurzels. Um which is not really that helpful actually it hasn't really done much for me. Um <laughs> no, it is a weird one. But, yeah. Um
2: but I'm glad I did it. I don't know I know I we know no different, but I don't know what I'd be doing. I love just picking yeah. up a guitar and it I mean, up we're up
1: both there. at uni doing music. Can you imagine
0: if we hadn't picked up the guitar, what would we be doing?
2: No. Where, please yeah, just, <laughs>
3: Graphic yeah.
0: design or something. What but yeah What is like um because I spoke to Michael or like on the last episode, I mean, yeah, doing music, um at uni it's always an interesting thing um because it always seems like what's the point of doing music at uni when you can just make music seems a little bit no yeah in a way i think
2: yeah i agree in a way but there's a lot of um i think when you're doing something hands-on at uni i think the main thing you get you could get the best degree ever and might not find a job i think contacts is a good thing and any extra skill you can pick up but, um, I mean, I wouldn't recommend at the moment. It's bloody shit. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just stuck in my room all day.
1: Uh, well, yeah, well, when it, from March the 8th, and, like, before the lockdown, it was all right here. I don't know about you, own, but, like, I was able to go to the studios and stuff. And, and oh, was man, Nothing an was campus. open.
2: We, I, I, no, Nothing at all. When I first started, and then, I don't know when, they sort of made it a bit better. I was in once a week for an hour, and it was, mm-hmm. like, socially distanced in this massive theatre. Anyway, it's a good bit off topic, uh, but yeah, it's as but, good as it can be at the moment. We online lectures. Every, obviously, everyone knows about that. But yeah, I think um, as
1: well, it's it's more more strings to your bow. Like obviously, I came to uni and I couldn't. Well, I wasn't very good at produ- for, uh, production. I couldn't. I didn't really know much about music business and stuff. Um, By the stuff that obviously we taught ourselves through running the band, and like I suppose as much as you do get the skills from uh, techniques of songwriting, it's kind of you can either do it or you can't. I think personally, I, it's one of those things yeah every um, little like thing you, does help yeah you learn 100%. it at a young age didn't you but i don't know because we could realize you've it
2: when we started obviously we could play the instruments and we could write the songs to a certain extent when we started <laughs> we, well hardly <laughs> i mean if we were still in that situation now i think yeah we could write the songs and we could play them but we couldn't put them into anything like digitally or like write it out or anything and we can't can't show anyone what you think of this we can't send it off to be mixed digitally like studios are fine if you can play an instrument but if at the moment when you've got to do it yourself i'm glad that we know all that stuff
0: mm. well i don't really know much of that stuff but yeah
2: <laughs> you know what i mean we can yeah, record yeah, yeah. and send a track off yeah um
0: I, I mean what what guys what are you guys le- le- uh, what are you guys learning in lectures and start and such because i'm i always thought Ram, you're not actually learning how to play instruments and music so what what are you doing? Because
1: there's yes. obviously
2: different. I'm doing popular and commercial music.
1: Yeah, but well, I'm doing the same course at a different university. I'm just doing commercial music. Um, but it's more it's more so like it's not like learning how to do music. Everybody on my course can play an instrument or something like that. It's more how to grow as a musician. So how to brand yourself, how to yeah. produce your music if that's what you want to do, how to like there's I had a lecture the other day on music business and it's all about the legal side of it. And, like, we chose a
2: client quite a broad one that covers everything a little bit because we know the basics you can i mean you can do music performance obviously that's primarily performance and i suppose you probably could do something Mm. to just learn something but this one it covers yeah like business recording side of it like digitally um songwriting you have a lesson on that a week like structurally and it just yeah it just it covers most of it which i think is nice and even if you do know it it's good to like top up and remember Mm. all that stuff it's
0: a lot of uh the the side stuff that you don't really get making the music isn't really the the main thing I'm, I'm hearing oh no, just, no really god no,
3: no.
0: <laughs> that's that's your free time
2: yeah isn't I think things? that's what everyone would have seen though like which is because obviously you say you're doing music they're just going to see me in a room all day like plucking your guitar away but that happens very rarely doesn't it
0: mm, yeah so yeah, what would what, lot... you get tested on then exactly
2: well what, I haven't been kind of yet things? I don't know if you've asked
0: I um yeah.
1: My, I mean, my last two modules were songwriting and um, composing with technology. So it's, it's pretty much like how competent you are at doing all the certain things. It, it, yeah. It, it, your songs are taken into account, and you do get judged on songwriting mainly and performance and stuff. And yeah, it's mostly it's, it's course, but you
2: don't really get um, any like exams or anything. So you have like mm. um, write ups you've got to do, and it's normally alongside a piece of music. And my latest assignment is mixing a song like from all the stems that brazil by deck mechanics we gotta mix that and write why we did this what mics we chose if we added anything just little things like that um but so it's quite it's 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 not easy but it's it's fun to do some of the work it's not you have to sit down for an hour and write an essay or do a test
0: hmm. yeah i mean mine's very different um sadly
2: what is have... it you're studying yeah what I'm...
0: you're studying i'm doing mechanical engineering okay so very nice probably is as far off of from music as you can really get. <laughs> Where's that? How's, where where how, are you doing it? I mean, I'm doing it at Brunel right now. So Alright, okay. For, in London, technically.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. How's that for you obviously online or do you ever get to go in? Um, we haven't gone in yet. So,
0: we... Brunel's been fairly good because they've acted before the government has in pretty much every circumstance. So, they have their own. That says board. a lot, doesn't it, about the government? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So as soon as it kind of the the virus hit, in about two weeks uh, after it started hitting the UK, the uni closed automatically. They sent out everyone an email they say they said everything's closed. We're stopping stuff for now. And cool. then like four weeks later, the government was like, "Okay, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna lock down the country." So they they've been fairly proactive, but when it comes to Online learning—it's been um, awful. Is probably a, a very good term to use. Um, doing stuff that's supposed to be practical with someone else recording it and doing it is really, really difficult because of mm. small things like intricacies and actually touching stuff, like doing lab experiments.
2: Yeah, sure. There's
0: there's little things that you'd be like, oh, let me just look at that. Let me try this, and you kind of you learn for yourself. And mm, if yeah. when they're recording a video, they're just recording it like that, and you have to kind of work it out in your head without being able to see or touch or do anything really.
2: Yeah, yeah. it is weird. I mean, as shit as it is being in your room, I guess sort of like English students and p- people like that, they have it fine. They don't. They just they don't need all that. Yeah. But yeah, even some of my lectures has being a man walking around the studio, which we can't go in, showing us where everything is, and that, and it's sort of like great, like. But when can I go?
0: <laughs> yeah. When when can you do the stuff? Because hands-on experience is is just as valuable. It's as...
2: crucial, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, hopefully, well, I, I think a lot of people will be all right, but I think they're going to have to sort of slacken the pass rate this year, I suppose, because it obviously gets to people in different ways, and it has just been shit for everyone. Yeah. And I think, oh. the well, in, in my case, the course has changed a lot because a lot of it was meant to be done in studio into certain places or go places and all this
0: yeah how many people do you guys have in your in your lectures or on your course should i say
2: well i don't well there's about 60 or 70 that turn up to the classes on average but whether that's people not waking up and there's twice the amount who knows
0: yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's always interesting when i when i speak to people obviously from different courses and stuff seeing how how many people actually uh, there are on the course because it's because we have about 200 of us um okay. that is usually in a lecture hall so you can imagine what it's like um in in these huge lecture halls just loads of people trying to listen to this one lecturer who um at the bottom that you can barely hear
2: mm. yeah no it is it is weird i think we're all getting a bit too used to it now though which i think is the bad thing isn't it i'm used to waking up flipping my screen up and being on a lecture i can't well, we don't wait. know any different do we exactly I mean,
1: we're both first years so, yeah you know, i mean my whole uni experience has been
2: shit <laughs> yeah. <lectures. laughs> yeah, yeah
0: yeah it's it's interesting right um because i had the privilege of uh, of having a true first year and mm. and it like i know the things that you're missing out on Oh, do <laughs> yeah. These Which, are meant yeah. the
2: best years of our life, and yeah. Yet, yeah, here we are. Yeah, first year is a very
0: a, a very sacred year. Let's put it that way, because none of your content counts towards your degree, so yeah. you're, you can kind of just wing it and just pass, and you'll be just
2: fine. Little, yeah, exactly. Just yeah. fuck about. Yeah, well, obviously <laughs> we can't, but thanks to bring that up. <laughs>
1: just, just, just to let you know what you're missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we had I it for a couple of weeks
2: to be fair pubs open for a few weeks i mean socially distanced but that's the best that we can appreciate so um
1: my campus is out of town as well so like drinking uh, yeah, in people's yeah. flats is a lot easier just rather than getting on the bus hmm. so, but um
2: touch wood we'll hmm. be back to normal soon
0: yeah i mean were you guys living in uh in halls then or are you guys uh, at home
2: yeah I mean, i'm in halls but that's i, I was gonna
0: halls Saturday, so.
2: i moved back at the start of january but um I got a, I got a story about halls, if you don't mind.
0: Yeah, I got <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it must have been back in November. I was on the 17th floor of our building, and there's 21 floors. And I don't know how it happened, but there was like a there was a some pipe burst, and there was a flood. And somehow the 21st floor was fine, all the way down to the 17th. and our flat just flooded completely. The lounge was fine, and we were drinking. And I went to my toilet, and this water just started dripping on my head. And I was like, "Oh, what's that?" So long story <laughs> short for this part is we got moved downstairs um and they were like pack a small bag we'll get it fixed by monday so we went back up and then there was another flood and it was like a dirty pipe this time oh no and it it went everywhere and we so we got moved back down here again this is where i am now and they're still working on it and there was they they, they fixed it and said we could go back up but there was still water all inside the walls and everything got like completely fucked and Yeah, there's a lot of sort of bad vibes going on with unite Uh, students at the moment. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, fifty percent refunds. I like the fact that you were drunk and you because you. I remember you telling my parents in the kitchen, in my house, and you were like you were drunk and you just thought that you had like a really bad aim and it was just like dripping off your head. Was that you? Well, I was so confused
2: (laughs) because it's just not something you expect and I didn't really couldn't come to terms with it. I was like, what what is going on? And then there was this stream of water coming out of my light. The worst thing was I tried to check you can probably see well no one can see it on the actual podcast but there was you can like take this big light off and it all came down and but luckily that was the clean water that was that time awesome. yeah. um anyway that's my little uh dig at unite students you.
0: yeah <laughs> i mean um did they refund you your your like did they compensate any damages or are they just keeping hush hush about that
2: um, yeah, you could compensate on damages and most of my stuff is fine. And I tried to compensate on like my speakers, they're wooden and they got a bit like water damage, and a few things like that and like bedding and that and you don't get anywhere. They want receipts of purchase and these speakers, I just took them like my parents' garage, they're so old. So uh, yeah, they're, they're very sneaky with stuff like that. And then obviously there was going to be no like rebate for United students. So I came back early and then there was a lot of like protests about it, and they eventually said we'll give you like a certain amount back for like only three weeks or something. So my flatmate's just come back since Christmas, and all he got was like four hundred quid back, which is like nice, but it's nothing really when he hasn't been able to come back.
3: Hmm. Yeah. Um
2: so they are shit. Don't go with Unite Everyone.
0: Everyone go uni halls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uni Halls is is good though, just for like the first year, simply hmm. to meet people essentially Mm. like because you're never going to meet that many people if you're not in halls it's it's like that only time because Mm. when you're in second year third year and so on everyone's already kind of in their groups it's like it's like year seven of school yeah it is trying to meet everyone
2: i mean i am in halls but obviously like you say you can't see anyone apart from this in your flat so luckily they're all like i've got on with them all fine but Mm. so that that's one thing but you can't venture about it's a bit weird but um it is halls but it's sort of private from the uni but my dad went to uni halls in cardiff and he said avoid it so that's what i did
0: fair enough yeah i yeah. mean i i've had um my fair share of experiences with halls mainly because i lived in a, a flat with uh flatmates who just were inactive right they just didn't exist you mean i mean right. you see them in the kitchen once every like two weeks but <laughs> But that's about it. So I didn't speak to to my flat, essentially, for most of first year. But luckily, my mate from secondary school, who have known for years, came to Brunel with me. So I was at his flat in the beginning for, like, all day. Like, I was there. I met all his flatmates. I was basically part of that flat. So yeah. I, I was integrated in there. And they've had their fair share of, uh, of conundrums, is a nice way to put it, <laughs> between them. Yeah. With- with you know, different people not cleaning up, which is always the uh, the magical thing of. Oh, adult. The, always. Yeah, always that. Oh, can
1: we?
2: There's always picture, the little please? things. Yeah, can you clean the? Who's gonna buy the milk today? Like, all that sort of stuff. But no, that, that's why I'm quite grateful that my flatmates were like fine in the end. Because like you said, you could have I could end up with people like you were with, but I wouldn't have had the chance to just go meet other people or stay in someone else's flat. So
1: that sounded really
3: got- it? i could have ended up like you <laughs> no, yeah. no staying
2: staying with people like he described like yeah, i mean yeah I, yeah not like you no. no. <laughs> um so yeah i suppose it's gone as well as it could um that's all we, that's all i can say about the uni experience
0: are people like because you're stuck in the same flat essentially all day have you had have you had this the same experience of like oh people leaving their dishes around and not like cleaning up after themselves because
2: oh 100% happens all the time um yeah it's some someone's gonna give in at some point and clean them aren't they so I don't think well I think we're all as bad as each other which is all right here Mm. the the dishes Mm -hmm. will get done at some point yeah before it gets too chaotic
0: yeah I mean I've had experience where um i've spoken about this before but it was um over christmas holiday um people left their dishes and cleaners they don't clean your dishes they'll only clean the floors and surfaces they'll put your stuff on the the table mm-hmm. in the kitchen and obviously that table got pretty full by week two you know as, as you do and uh and those dishes there and stuff that were there from like the beginning of term one and people went home for christmas and obviously you have like four or five weeks off and came back and i was one of the first people back because uh, all my mates will come back around that time so came into the kitchen i saw his, uh, his kitchen and i was looking around and we were we were looking at all this stuff and then there was a box like um like a plastic box they used to to store food away and mm. i looked in it and it was fairly grey and I, I was and i was oh, really no. con- i was really confused <laughs> like What's grey? Like, why would it be grey? So I decided to open it, and I opened oh, it, and it was like, it was like mold that had grown into the entire volume of the box. Uh, like it filled awesome. up, um, but it wasn't like much food. It just expanded so much. It is, um, yeah. yeah I know it's it's vile.
1: Yeah. That reminds me, I've got to, I've got to cook a chili tonight because my mince is going out of date, but it's gone really grey, <laughs> and I think I might die. But you know, I think it'd be fine. Christ. Yeah, grey
0: grey <laughs> mince is okay. That's all right then. Yeah, it's fine. If yeah. it if it loses its color, that's that's all right. That's as long as it time. as long as it doesn't smell. Oh
2: yeah, okay. we'll it gloss over the
3: Smell. We'll get rid of the smell. <laughs> um,
2: I don't know. I'm, yeah, I, there's all things I like at uni. Yeah. Um, but well, I came back after Christmas and there was shit everywhere and the dishes weren't done. But I think it's expected. And what you said, you had cleaners that no one comes in to clean where we are. I am not even over Christmas or anything. So I got back and it was in a well, worse state than I remember it because I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't the last to leave
3: yeah they meant
1: to have cleaners but um they they're like their rules are like you must clean your kitchen before we clean your kitchen do you know what i mean And like and it's like yeah it's just yeah what's, like what's your job then just come <laughs> yeah. and have a little <laughs> one the sides about. have got to be clean the, the nothing nothing that you own can be in the kitchen just because like covid and that it's like well what are you doing then just no
2: well we had um we had security up and they said um well, they, well it was a lie we, someone said about it to the reception and they were like I don't know why he said that but they were trying to convince that you can't we can't eat it in our rooms and we were like well what's that all about It. but at least you have cleaners I suppose yeah or you said they don't come but
1: like they don't come. No, they just leave us notes in the door that goes to clean your kitchen, and we was like, no, fuck off.
2: Lovely. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because if if you ask me to clean your kitchen, then what's
2: what's your job? Like, what, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm How not you... even getting paid for doing yeah, it. <laughs> write my songs,
0: then you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I've work. we've had it where um, cleaners come in the morning, and uh, and you can hear them right. They're hoovering, they're doing their thing. Being a uni student, you're up until three a.m. Mm. and later. So oh, to four last night. <laughs> yeah. So you, you sleep in. And, yeah. 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 And yeah. the cleaner cleaners come in around wherever it is eight thirty nine whenever they get to your room and they're hoovering. They're, they never stop hoovering. But um, this one morning I came into the, into the kitchen and I just saw the cleaner. She was just sat at the table with it on her phone and just chilling. Didn't
1: fair enough. <laughs> came in. <laughs> she, she's getting paid for it. So yeah, she came yeah.
0: in, sat on her phone, and left, and that was it. <sighs> that was
1: her her day's job in our flat so <laughs> nice one. Oh, yeah. yeah i um obviously I, i've only just come back to halls ready to like come in uh, to campus on march the 8th and stuff and um the other oh, there must have been two days ago some bloke i just got a knock on the door at 9am and it's just some bloke and i was like hello like half asleep and um i was assuming it's gonna be my flatmate who had just like not gone to sleep so i opened the door and i was like pretty much just in like jeans no t-shirt or anything i just wore some jeans on and it was just this random bloke and he was like i've come to flush your toilet and i was like <laughs> <laughs> okay i could probably manage that if, if i mean if that's all you've come from and um it turns out it was like they had to keep doing it when we weren't here obviously to like i do know keep the sewage running. I don't know what it what yeah. it was for. But it was just the most awkward interaction I've ever had in my life. I've just stood at my door half naked and this bloke who I've never met before, who I assume was my flatmate, has just come to flush my toilet. Um did you let yeah him? i well I said you can come in if you want, but I don't think he was very keen. <laughs> he kind of he left fairly swiftly. So um I don't think he's very very into it.
0: No, he didn't he wasn't feeling it. I had a similar mm. story with um with the maintenance crew so at uni obviously uh, living in halls uh, shit is broken everywhere um, mm-hmm. so you have to submit your your request to get it fixed you know the maintenance crew that go around the campus mm-hmm. um and i'm pretty sure it was I, I had everything broken but at the time i think it was my shower head that only had hot, boiling hot water so i i had to um i had to when i was showering i couldn't like have direct contact with the water because it would burn so, I'd yeah. have to hold it, cup it in my hand and let it cool down and then splash it on me. <laughs> <laughs> just get really burnt hands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd rather have burnt hands than burnt balls. So, yeah, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair. So, uh, I got them in to fix that. And it was, uh, I had a late night and I was just in bed um, sleeping. And the maintenance crew obviously, they have a key because if you're on, mm. uh, on campus or in lectures or start uh, something, they can get in and do the work and get out. So I was still in bed, but I think I was like um like half naked because I just slept in my underwear and I was still asleep. And I had and the door opened and then he had to like knock a bunch of times on my door to wake me up. He was like, maintenance. Um just oh, well, no. watching me and I was like, Oh, what? Yeah, just go on, do your thing. Um oh. Um and then as he was leaving, um, I had a massive poster, um I have it in my room still, of um uh, Pink Floyd albums, the ones that are painted on the girls' backs.
2: Uh, yeah, I know. It's a pretty, yeah, yeah.
0: it's a pretty famous picture. And he, and there was a, it was a massive poster. And then uh, he looked there. He was staring at. It, and he was like, "Which ones you like?" While well, I was in bed, I was like, <laughs> I, was like I, "I don't know that the first one." I'm still asleep, like, mate. <laughs> and he was like, "I like that one. Uh, she looks Australian."
2: Uh, and, <laughs> and left. <laughs> lovely. Yeah. One experience. I mean. So are you 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 said you're at uni in London. Yeah. You, do you live there at the moment? Yeah. I, okay. I mean,
0: I live five minutes away from campus, so I'm sharing a a house with uh, two mates of mine.
2: I was gonna say, obviously, I live in Cardiff at the moment, but it's obviously nothing like London. What's it? What's the capital being like during all of this? Because you've obviously been there throughout.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, it was obviously your standard very quiet everywhere mm. it was it was eerily quiet a lot and it got really boring i mean mm. me and my girlfriend just a whole th- uh, the thing we did in the day was go for a walk like, yeah. yeah that was that was our entertainment for the day because locked lockdown life in it <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. there was nothing coming out which was the issue as well it was like all tv shows uh are paused and every mm. there's nothing to do like you quickly run out of stuff to watch on netflix
2: I know, it's horrible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
0: So we just started watching random stuff, um, getting into random shows. Uh, Ink Master is a great show if you're interested. It's literally a tattoo
2: oh, competition. It's okay, only... cool. I'll, we I've just been getting into sort of um like murder documentaries and all that.
1: Wait, you and Paul have both been uh, watching RuPaul's Drag Race, haven't you?
2: <laughs> well, that's that's not my that's really my girlfriend's influence. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. oh uh, my girlfriend loves that show as well, but I yeah, can't. So, yeah. I can't, I I honest it's nothing to do with them. I just I just don't like the show. I don't. Oh like, no, hundred percent. It's, it's really bitchy yeah.
2: isn't it. I can't stand that. Yeah, it's not my cup of tea just to watch, but um, mm. I'll pretend to like it.
0: Yeah. I'm... <laughs> We just uh, settle on something else because she'll watch that in her time, and then she just gets sick of me watching like um, car videos. Of, like, <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> so we have a little bit of like we'll watch stuff together, and then we'll watch stuff separately because she wants to watch her stuff. It's a yeah. uh, it's a lovely little dynamic that we have going.
2: Yeah, at least you meet in the middle sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> but no, plan. like you said, walking is just what you can. I've signed up to do buddy three hundred thousand steps in March. Have you? yeah
1: i'm gonna make sure you do that now <laughs> well I,
2: I'm send, they send you a free t-shirt and you gotta try and raise money on oh. that facebook and all that but i thought it's something to do and i get to walk around cardiff in a ridiculously bright orange t-shirt so
1: do you have to wear the t-shirt is that the rules
2: i mean they say to obviously they can't stop you but hopefully i'm gonna see other people it's quite a big this big thing in cardiff It's for some yeah figure good cause was like um they raising money to help people who've had the cancer and stuff. But I, it's like a lot of people signed up, so maybe I'll bump into someone yeah, that's, with that's the same cool, t shirt. Yeah. Um yeah, but I feel like I'm gonna die. My legs might give in first.
1: You'd be fine. It's over a whole month, isn't it?
2: Yeah. But it's I mean, you, just, you it's, do like
1: ten thousand steps a day, so that's like what just days. well that, that, yeah, uh, thirty days is just a normal month. For you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just walk around a yeah, bit. Yeah. I I you don't do anywhere
2: I don't do anywhere near that a day at the moment.
0: I suppose at the moment no.
1: But yeah. I'm
2: going to, hopefully. Well, I will. Oh, no. I'm gonna do it. But yeah.
0: Gives you something to do. That's that's Not really me. the plan. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm planning on moving down close to Cardiff. I'm going to uh, around Bristol. Uh, I've got a placement job, uh Caldecut. So all right, yeah.
2: okay, yeah. That's kind of near where well ish where we're all from, yeah. It's it's yeah. closer than where well, I'm yeah. neck of the woods, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean that I'll probably be living in and around Bristol, just because of rent and stuff. So I'm, I'm I'm interested to see what life is like down there because I've never right, been. Right. Yeah.
2: Well, Ryan's at Bristol Uni. He's not here. Yeah. He's the place. we should probably Bristol. say that we did. We haven't actually said that. So
0: yeah, we should probably mention them.
2: We yeah. haven't even said what we do. Really. Should we introduce for people ourselves? Listening. <laughs> Very late on. But yeah. <laughs> Reintroduce. Yeah. Um. Go for it, Jack.
1: Well, I'm Jack. I am. The front man i sing uh, and i play guitar should we go for ryan and josh as well ryan is the bassist um he's normally topless and josh <laughs> josh plays drums and i
2: and, yeah. Armo and i play lead guitar and yeah mess up a bit, a bit. Mm.
3: <laughs>
2: but yeah uh, that, that that was a very quick introduction very late but um what were you saying then i forgot now yeah uh, so i'm moving. oh yeah so ryan's in bristol it's a nice place i like bristol i came to cardiff because i grew up around here but bristol was i'd have probably gone to bristol if it wasn't for Cardiff. because
0: mm. i've heard a lot of things about bristol but i've i've never been so
2: what have you heard i've heard yeah. that the night
0: <laughs> that the nightlife and the entertainment is amazing there
2: yeah the, like really- the gigs and the nightlife is really good yeah yeah
0: it's awesome in bristol
2: I mean, I'm because nice far it's...
1: uni, so I'm not that far. I'm about half an hour bus ride into Bristol. So,
2: yeah. I think it'd be nice for you. It's a bit like a mini Londoner's town. So you've got everything you need and the nightlife's still good, but it's just mm. on a scale down a bit sort of thing. Mm. But it's still good night out. And...
0: Yeah, because that's my plan for, for the year. As soon as you can, my plan is to go see as many events, whether that be concerts, festivals, mm. stand-up mm-hmm. shows, as much as I can. Yeah, bit, yeah. because i feel like i've missed out a lot over the last year and it's yeah. something that i usually do like festivals in the summer is a pretty regular thing for me so yeah
2: oh, so. Nice, yeah well when we're playing in bristol we'll give you vip <laughs> well yeah.
1: actually we are, no, are we had to talk about that yet the thing we were talking about today
2: yeah it's been uh, oh yeah. yeah
1: so we'll probably be supporting a band called pinch in bristol is mm. that what is it where is it louisiana
2: no it's no i can't remember crofters rights oh crofters rights Anyway, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I'd love to. I'd love to come see you guys play live. I mean, that'd be cool. That'd be brilliant. Uh, I want to do more small shows if I can. Um, yeah, the
1: intimate ones. Yeah, because
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. my mate, one of my closest mates from school, is he's a he's music producing right now, um, mm-hmm. and he's he his he had a lot of plans. Obviously, I'm sure with the same as you with over mm-hmm. the over the next year going. Especially across the country, he had like tour dates lined up with people, mm. Um, mm. and it all kind of fell through. So, but I've been to his shows, and it's it was very small. It was twenty people, if mm. that. and I loved it. It was brilliant. Like they're the best
2: ones. I'm gonna yeah. miss them.
1: Oh my! I mean, talking to small shows, do you remember that time we played in Pontypreed? Oh and it, we, it was maybe so. Somebody said the Dragonfly banging venue, and it is a good venue actually to go and watch like proper bands in. And we um, did that, like I don't we know if you've heard it, but
2: Slaves are like headlined there and all sorts. And we got asked to headline there. So we were like, yeah, why not? It is. We knew it was a bit in the middle of nowhere, but it is where I grew up. So we went there.
1: And we we were like what, maybe sixteen at the time. So we were like very well, no, actually no, because I could drive. So we must have been seventeen. But yeah, we were very early like on into the band. It was like we had no pull at all in any city at, apart from our hometown. As we, as it is with any early young band,
2: um, yeah, and I mean I it's that had... typical story everyone says they've played to the one man and the dog, but it was even less exactly. than that. No, we played to the Josh's support mom. band, <laughs> yeah, support um, and band, our and Josh's parents mom. really. But even no, um, our
1: parents say was it because it was just Josh who got a lift? Yeah, well, well my parents ride.
2: came, didn't they? Anyway, I can't remember. Um, but luckily, that's been our only show that we've really gone. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but no, it, it's nice It's it's exciting for us because I guess the gigs we've done, we gonna come. We can like we know what's happened with them, but we've grown so much that we don't know what's gonna be next in the sort of like yeah. Last gig-wise. time we played
1: a gig, we would have had what four hundred followers. Yeah, it's maybe, weird because normally, yeah, normally you,
2: normally you'd grow with it and it mm. would just become normal. But I suppose it's like seeing someone after years and not seeing them. They look. Really different, but if you'd have grown with them, you'd have known. I suppose yeah. the gigs we're going to be doing now are going to be completely different. But I mean, it's I going hope. Be
0: otherwise, we're going backwards. But
2: let's not. Yeah, yeah. Let's not. I hope it's like Ponty Prey again. But no, it'll be good. <laughs> I'm excited.
0: I mean, how many? How many uh, people do you have you had on your last uh, gig or your biggest gig? What
1: was I uh, suppose
2: the one? Our last one. We said about the last headline gig in Grass must have hmm. been close to 200 people
1: yeah and it's um it's not actually a venue so what well, it's quite interesting actually because uh, me and ryan uh both got birthdays in the same in the same week well mine's the third ryan's the 6th of march and um so we thought well i'd have, like a party but you couldn't really have a party because police are shut down so why don't we just do a gig um so we we knew uh the landlords of this pub just from going there um yeah. and and we Cause we and it was, couldn't like, really
2: find anywhere that's going to be happy with what exactly, idea yeah. was <laughs>
1: um and and we were just like can we play in your pub and we won't chart we won't like take any payment or anything and it's like, like a normal pub band would and they were like yeah sure it's better than us to get like i think they were, like 30 people they said they wanted or something and then like i remember sat in spoons before and we were, like, really, well we like, were oh, sorry we were we were, we were
2: there so we always had to set up and we were like mm-hmm. where is everyone mm-hmm. and i messaged one of our mates Otto, and i was like like are you coming and he was like yeah i'm just in spoons with some people i was like oh who are you with and he was like I can't count. Like they were, everyone just went to Spoon First, and then they all sort of came yeah. down, and then it was the most um, amazing. The thing police ever. got involved, and the like police, the police
1: did people. turn up actually, but then they just kind of like walked through.
2: They threw yeah. some people out in there and The pub did, but then somehow they got over the back gate and came in through the toilet, like the fire it's, it's exit. It was mad. crazy. Yeah, but um, it was, very it, was fun. it was really good. And then like a few mm. days before, I was sort of like, shit, we got a, like we're putting on our own gig, and we don't have like. The stuff we need for it, and so I had to go to Birmingham. I bought these like three quid speakers, and I brought them back. And I I used to work in this drum place, and my boss, so I did. Well, like, you got a name now. you that. got a name drop. Yeah, no. All I was going to say is, and I sort of took them in, and I was like, I don't think they're really working. And he's like, No, then the both the top speakers are blown. So I had to buy some of them, like next day delivery, fit them, and all that. And we got them there, and it was t- too fucking out If anything, wasn't it? And it was really but it was, loud. Yeah. It was good. It was great. I'm glad that that was second to last gig because it, it was nice to see that as our last gig in a way mm. and so then...
0: what do you, you expect now when you play on next event that's that's open how many people are you thinking
2: I think I because mean... it was our hometown I think we'd get the brand the same again because it's in the middle of nowhere we we knew some of them and some of them would travel from like Hereford and that which we had a few fans in so I think now the gigs are just going to get bigger like spread out more
1: yeah i mean obviously we're hoping we're not going to pay in our hometown i mean we're already union that it's going to be like our target uh cities would be like bristol birmingham cardiff um, london
2: yeah yeah london all that kind of Because obviously like, you can obviously, see on spotify yeah. our cities go london birmingham bristol cardiff and then it's l.a weirdly but yeah. then yeah
1: yeah there you go but then as we branch out Expected to get smaller, so like you branch that go to London where we're not from, and you expect to get I don't know maybe fifty people if you are lucky in a tiny little venue, and then do you know what I mean. So like for us that'll be bigger because it's not in a in our hometown, it's not as easy. but Yeah, we want to shy away from them
2: small pub gigs that are fun to put on and a lot yeah. of effort, and it's great, but we don't live there anymore, so we. We're going to get on sort of as many support shows with touring acts as we can and mm. put on some small headlines in Cardiff, Bristol, Birmingham, stuff like that, which we've got planned just because then that way you're, it's just spreading the wind, you're still gigging. And I think it's just going to be a lot of fun this year. And if we can play in, into next year, so I think it should be great.
0: Mm. Yeah. I mean, are you guys making uh, money off of the, the gigs or is it just exposure right now?
2: I mean, oh, when you I mean... support, you. You expect it's, to sell a certain like, amount of tickets, aren't yeah. you? And then
1: you do take a door, like you take some off doors, but it's like minimal. You get like the a incentive to do a show. So.
2: Yeah, the incentive is you get to support a tour in act. And then I mean, mm. when you do do a headline, obviously the one we did, we just did for free and in classes, sort of party, and it was a pub, and they just saw yeah. of, That was a bit different. I mean, you got obviously rent, and then some of the ticket money goes to a different sort of people. So it's a very minimal thing. Musicians rely on sort of physical copies of music and or merch merch
1: and, yeah i mean merchandise really is paid for our fuel and well all our, all our expenses about actually gigging and hotel rooms and stuff like that so yeah, yeah. i mean if you I do want to support a band stream their songs and buy their merch just and go exactly. to their shows obviously but that's, that's mm. yeah um, but
2: shows for us we were talking about today um obviously you can't say much what we we're talking about what shows we're gonna be doing there's like headlines and stuff and where we want to do them and it's sort of like even if we charge a couple of quid a ticket and we break even it's not even it's not about how much we make it's just like especially now like just getting back out and gigging
1: well i'd say we're non-profit we i i, I don't oh, think we've ever made it we've never really made money off the band are we? I, I wouldn't really want to make money off this because it's something i enjoy doing Do you know what i mean like I, exactly. everybody has okay i'm gonna learn some covers and i'm gonna go play in a pub just so that i can get 100 quid and Go out on the weekend, do you know what I mean? But exactly. with this is—it's it, it, different. You've kind of got to take everything you get. And doesn't you can't be that guy who turns around and goes, "Yes, I will headline Glastonbury," but is it paid? Do you know what yeah. I mean? You've just got to take. You've it. You got to take every Glastonbury. Yes. I think
2: it's good that we're this age, because we don't have to re- We'd be fucked if we were trying to rely on this at the moment Thank as, God an, for student in, loans. <laughs> as an income. So it's not not too bad, and um, yeah, no, we're definitely a non-profit and we don't want to make too much on any merch we make just mm-hmm. cover costs and postage that's about it because it's nice just to see people wearing it streaming the music and enjoying it
0: mm. i mean uh, how, much, how much have you guys sold like not money wise but item wise on in terms of merch.
2: so we did We've a done. we did a line of 50 t-shirts and they've all gone they've,
1: they oh we might have like two or three that we might have kept yeah because
2: we yeah we fucked up a bit there we ordered too many like we ordered the same amount it was, like small medium large extra large Oh. which we, well, <laughs> we've, then, we've yeah. learned our mistakes now no one wants a small so we've got a couple of them left if anyone's yeah. listening you can fit into them <laughs>
1: yeah, if, you, if you could squeeze into a small and you want it it's yours but yeah but, um, and then um well yeah we, carry did, on. we did um we did some hand sprayed tote bags which are really cool so on around christmas we were like haven't done much for a while let's just do some guess because like you like get the sense that people i don't know get tired and stuff and you just got to keep updated and keep active so we um we made some stencils and bought some tote bags and then, like, sprayed them with fabric spray paint, which is pretty cool, and, like, had, like, a water, uh, a pint drip on the back, and the idea was that you can't buy a pint, so buy one for the same price, and we charged, like, three quid for them, mm. um, just so that we would cover costs and stuff, but I, I, personally, I really like designing and making merch, and for, like, for people to actually want to buy it is, like, very flattering, and it's, like, um, yeah, I mean, we're designing stuff at the moment as well to hopefully drop with this release, so, I mean, yeah. if, if people want it, it's like, yeah, it's, it's very nice mm. to, it just, is, yeah. to see. And How obviously,
2: much... you make. Oh, sorry, go on. No, 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 go ahead. I was just about to say, obviously, you make a certain amount of money off Spotify and all that, and it's very limited. I don't know everyone oh, yeah, talks about that. I think you have um...
1: 200 quid off Spotify in total, which is. Yeah, so. It's all right for a big it's Still good.
2: Yeah, yeah still good. But, yeah, it's, I think it is important. As musicians, like we understand it, and I understand that it is hard i still understand too many times, but i understand it is hard to understand <laughs> if you're not a musician you get like, it you get stuff it. like merch is so important and it, that's just what like keeps the band going if you want if you want to hear like more music and that i mean like mm. you just got it's just important really isn't it? Mm. but I mean, on that
1: front on that front like i i think that like if you if i follow the band they've you've got to keep like you, we can't afford to release stuff every two, three months. Do you know what I mean? I mean, if we were looking at doing a big, long six-month campaign, we'd have three songs ready to go, recorded and mastered and everything, before we started the first one. If that makes sense, because we can't yeah. afford to just jump studio to studio because that costs a lot of money. um But so, like in our eyes, we've always thought of like, if we're going to post something to Instagram, we've got uh, actually it can't be a nothing post or like a how are you kind of post is all right but if we're releasing merch if we're releasing songs whatever we're doing as long as we're doing something that's kind of like i think that's what people want to see i hope that's what people want to see it's all about um,
2: like we said about engagement and engagement, I, I think the best yeah. way to look at it is would i like to see this post if it was exactly, a yeah. band i liked and just little Especially things like
1: that, Yeah. going back to the target audience if we target ourselves then if we don't like it then we won't post it kind mm. of thing but, but yeah um, we're still very yeah. small obviously and yeah, it's weird talking like actual music but um yeah we're we're, we're hopefully going to grow a bit more if we can yeah. of course but, yeah.
0: you want to you want to grow share as much as as possible but mm. ultimately it's it's always nice when someone likes listening to your stuff enjoys exactly. what you
2: put out there For sure, yeah. yeah i mean it's like i always think even if you gain a fan a day that's one fan one more fan a day and that's one fan it, a day that is it is like good, maths, mate, good, <laughs> good maths mate <laughs> <laughs> and over a month that'll be three no but it's like you yeah. keep going and yeah yeah it, it all does really help and um yeah
0: i mean how much are you guys like filming behind the scenes because i love personally it this could be an idea maybe not but i love watching the the growth especially later on because you can always look back to to how it started um and small Mm -hmm. clips just of in the studio or working late or stuff like that is is always nice before the documentary comes out
2: (laughs) yeah we got loads of stuff from the studio and all that and obviously you can't do a lot of filming at the moment but it is i guess even in a few years looking back on a photo you might take of all of us on a zoom call it'll be like you'll laugh we'll laugh about it then it's shit now but in a few years we'll look back and laugh about all this COVID situation I think
1: exactly yeah and I mean like yeah but we managed to get in the studio in July which was pretty cool um but yeah and then we were running around like uh, with like VHS apps on our phones making sure we like recorded loads of stuff because we wanted to we put it all out in like a lyric video for our song that came out which I thought was pretty cool but um but yeah yeah
2: but yeah recording studio wise obviously we can't remember that's always fun like i love that aspect of it especially mm. when you can't get getting in there in july was so good because mm. we all we just booked this little room and a premiere in and we all have to squeeze into there and sort of hope they don't ask when we're checking in like and it's just great isn't it yeah eating shit food being in the studio oh, drinking KFC. 20 coffees a day yeah, yeah exactly. and rushing at the end of it to try and get it done oh, there's a funny just,
1: story about that as well you ate the sound engineers and lunch basically in the studio we go to there's like a room downstairs where you can like make coffee and there's like a box of chocolate bars and bag of crisps and that kind of stuff just like snacks but you're meant to bring your own food but we didn't realize this for the first uh time we went around to record take it away so we were kind of just like kept going down for more chocolate bars because we were hungry and we hadn't eaten for 12 15 hours or half a month. and um and like for the second day or something you opened the fridge to get the milk i was like oh pork pies and a meal deal and you just ate it and then the um the the sound got well the producer tom came up to the thing uh, came up to the yeah. who ate the control room. pork pies <laughs> who ate more pork pies oh yeah but
2: I'll tell you what was good though.
1: It, was it a good pork pie was it worth yeah, it it was it pork
2: was. and apple i think it was
1: oh, oh they are the best pork and apple mm. or the <laughs> barbecue ones around there are quite good as well
2: i don't like barbecue
1: oh when well, no, they See, i don't like barbecue either but they were good
2: this is a thing barbecue base on pizza. Yes or no? No.
1: no. Yes. Yeah. Oh no. Depending. What about pineapple?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, perfect. I can do. We'll I actually... you are.
0: Yeah. yeah. pineapple gonna... on a barbecue base. <laughs> nah,
1: nah,
0: nah, 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 nah. I hate barbecue base. It's too
1: sweet. At least
2: where we're from, Jack. Everyone else I've asked just said they love it.
0: Yeah. It's. Uh, it depends on what other toppings you get, right? Because mm. you can't have barbecue base and just. Like, barbecue base and just cheese. Oh, no, no, no. That's that's just wrong. You have to get no. the meat feast and the barbecue okay. base, And then, right, this is key. You leave <laughs> it till the next day.
2: Yeah, of course. Yes, 100%. Because
0: barbecue-based pizza the day after tastes better than tomato-based pizza.
1: I think all pizza I, does. I
2: think all pizza tastes... I always leave as much as I can for the next day. Wake up. Oh, all yeah.
1: pizza. Although... You can't take it too far. My girlfriend has got a reputation for eating, I don't know, like fish and chips the next day and
0: stuff.
2: That is that's too far. So,
0: like it after depends. A night out- it depends what it is. Chinese yeah. is acceptable. Chinese yeah. is good, actually, yeah. Yeah. Indian's acceptable.
2: Oh, a curry the next day from an Indian seems to so be so much better. Mm. Yeah, yeah I don't know good.
0: why. But when it, anything anything that has chips is not the one.
2: No, they're just all like soggy and yeah. Yeah. they either go hard or soggy. There's no in between. <laughs> oh, have
0: you like, oh, I don't know
1: if you, were you there, Owen? We were like, one of my mates went to go get kebab and then like we were walking home and he opened the kebab and all the grease had dried and it was like white, like wax yeah. on the inside. Yeah, oh, you yeah. We were there. Yeah. yeah. And it was just like the most disgusting thing. He just checked it straight in the bin. But it was like, oh, it was horrible. It was like, you can't imagine like eating that. Even if you like couldn't see the wax, it's still going to be there, isn't it? I, I think sometimes fact. you
2: just got to accept fate. And the other day, I had some cheesy garlic bread from this place, and this like paper they put in the box had stuck to it and it had all like congealed, and I couldn't rip the paper off and it, it was all in one. So I just ate it.
0: Yeah. I respect <laughs> that. You're <laughs> yeah, still yeah. alive, aren't you? So. Yeah. <laughs>
2: as of yet, but we don't know how you're going to get on with your mince tonight.
0: Yeah. I'll be fine. It'll be fine.
2: I should
1: be fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had recently, I had um really bad food poisoning from chicken sausages that I'd. Chicken sausages? Right. They're a thing? (laughs) They are, right? So (laughs) I'm trying trying to be a bit healthier and not have pork sausages because they're they're a lot worse for you. So Lidl sells chicken sausages for about the same price. And
3: I was like, Mm. okay. And
0: I've had them loads before. It's not the first time I've eaten them. And I was cooking and obviously, I think I had a lecture and I was rushing a little bit. And I just, I cooked it and I had a look at the sausage and I was like, that looks it acceptable. could be yeah i, I 50-50ed it right it really if i should have <laughs> i should have put them back in the pan and been like okay give it a couple more minutes but i was like you know what i'll be fine um mm. so i, ate I mean, them. your
2: your gut instinct was right and you chose to ignore it <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> I
0: something didn't it? yeah it was but you know i 50 50 it before and i've come out all right
2: so i mean uni life and also you don't you don't have to go at the moment so you can stay indoors and yeah, was it <laughs> was it
1: an online lecture?
0: Yeah, obviously. Um, yeah. So,
1: well, why do not you just bring your laptop downstairs?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> it's too late now, Jack But yeah, next time, I'm sure you'll do that. Yeah, no, minutes.
0: it's uh, but it's the. I don't think I've ever had fuse poisoning like it because I started off and it, obviously it takes a while to kick in. I was like two hours later, I was like, ah, oh, I feel a little bit, you know, a little bit dod- <laughs> d- dodgy today. I was like, ah, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll just work it off, just. Do my thing, and it, and I was like, another hour later, uh, I was I was sitting there. And I was like, I have like, an excruciating pain in my back, and I've done nothing. Like I've I've been I've been sitting, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna lay down for a bit, and then another hour later, I felt like I was dying. I was oh, I was sweating. <laughs> I, w- I was in so much pain. Uh, I just had to find a position that that felt comfortable, <laughs> and it wasn't very. <laughs> I'll tell you
2: how you can avoid that. I and and have flattened. both done it. Me and Jack I went veggie in January, you did it last year, didn't you? Oh, I did, yeah, it was really good, actually. Have you ever yeah. been vegetarian? Uh,
0: I have, involuntarily.
2: Okay. Cause I, what, I like for I'm one not...
0: meal? No, I have for like a while, I just realised that I hadn't been eating any meat or anything. Ah, uh, right.
1: See, okay, yeah. right,
2: yeah. I think, because I'm not vegetarian now, but I don't eat as much meat, and I think, I don't know, I think you realise how much healthier you can be without it, because... Mm. Like obviously meat's not unhealthy, but when you can eat meat, you always eat the worst meat, like McDonald's uh, yeah. and kebabs and all that. And
1: there's like so much nice veggie stuff. Like it's actually amazing how good we're not getting paid eat.
2: to say this. Don't worry.
1: No, no, no. Any vegetarians want to sponsor the podcast? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, um,
0: it really is good. Yeah, I mean, mm. I I do like like ve- vegan and vegetarian food. Like there's a lot of things that are better in my mind. That are vegan and vegetarian then yeah
2: yeah i think i mean so.
1: ryan's been vegetarian for like three or four years now hasn't he? and he's yeah. even got a vegetarian symbol tattooed on his leg
2: Fact. <laughs> yeah. That no, says fat yeah i something about him yeah. <laughs> but no i don't yeah. get i wouldn't go vegetarian and then eat fake meat because there's so many vegetarian things that do taste nice yeah mm.
0: my cousin is um he's a vegan and he has he has a gripe with uh, vegetarians he just calls them uh uh what is it pussies I think he was he was like, he was like what vegetarians are just half asking it they need to you may as well
2: go all the way well yeah I mean one step at a time maybe in 50 years everyone will be vegan
0: yeah it's, it's interesting because I don't even um, I don't even eat that much dairy or animal produce just normally just out of yeah. out of taste like I prefer usually I'll have uh, chicken mainly like I eat a lot of chicken breast I mean you get a 20 pack and then you freeze most of them yeah yeah and then, and then you just defrost them have to be economical
2: it's almost too easy sometimes isn't it yeah but
0: then, with then again me, you... with
2: me but yeah i don't uh, think i could live without dairy i get through like a six pint of milk every like two days and that's just from? like me i like drink a lot of coffee but i'll just have like pints of milk and drink it up and swig it out the bottle every time i go into the kitchen it's just great cereal really? cereal Mm. yeah
1: yeah i I can use cereal but i have black tea and black coffee so yeah that's where you're going wrong jack
0: yeah well no i just don't like milk very much (laughs) i tried um alternate milks yeah my girlfriend
2: is like lactose intolerant and also allergic to soy so i've been trying all of them and lactose free milk i was drinking at one point it's like you know the little tubs you get in hotels of the well, milk, that can like, milk yeah, yeah that it's much. basically tastes like that and i was living mm-hmm. off that but it got too expensive
0: <laughs> mm. almond Fair milk enough. is uh is lovely like
2: yeah oats all right um cashew milk hasn't even tried that <laughs> yeah it,
0: there's they're just too expensive honestly
2: oh it, it is a it's just a money-making game stuff like that isn't it but it, they aren't Nice tasty, it's
1: probably all lies though, isn't it? It's probably just all like actual milk, just flavour. Imagine <laughs> they're just making a mint, <laughs> just killing people, yeah,
0: yeah. They're just milking cows and feeding them almonds. Calling them yeah. <laughs> there, you go, sorted, yeah. That's that went off topic, didn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah. Good I mean, music podcast.
0: I mean, I love uh, just going off topic. That's the that's essentially the point for me.
2: Oh, that's yeah, all. of course, just have a nice chat, just a chat, yeah. yeah.
0: That's that's all it is. I mean, who got who are you guys? listening to at the moment because I've been venturing off music simply because all I listen to now is podcasts not even mm. I don't listen to my own because I hate the sound of my own voice which is odd
2: <laughs> um really quickly on podcasts you have you ever listened to the Blossoms podcast no you should try it that's the best podcast i've ever listened to the, Blossoms the band have you heard of them no i have that's how i got into them they do this thing called a pubcast, where so they're just doing in a pub but that's what got me into podcasts but um anyway going back to music I'm, I am I listen to everything at the moment, really, because if anything new comes out by anyone, I vaguely like I'll listen to it because we've got so much time. But I really like the new Wallow stuff. No, that's good. Um, Inhalo is someone that we share a big love it. for. Yeah, um, it's
1: Bono's son. So if you like you too, listen to Inhalo. But, um,
2: um, yeah, but I don't like U2, they're shit Inhaler of uh, class
1: yeah. yeah, to be fair, it's, it's like not mutually exclusive But if you like U2, no, you will it's like great. Inhaler um,
2: I suppose bands, like well like we said On Harry Styles earlier, his new stuff's great I mean, yeah. that was like last year now Um,
1: I'm listening to all the Killers At the moment, just kind of going back to the, the I'm, Yeah, I'm
2: doing a lot of throwbacks To stuff I used to listen to uh, Sports Team, they're from London oh,
1: Sports Team Um,
2: They're, they're a good band yeah.
1: We we saw them play at the the Nag's Head. Anyone who's a sports team fan will know what happened there.
2: But they we meant saw to put, that. we were there. Yeah, they were meant to put a basically. So sports team are from London, they were meant to put a gig on in their front room, but too many people turned up. They only did it with like a day's notice. Mm-hmm. So we happened to be in London that day, seeing some like people about music stuff and that. Yeah. And the day before, like when they announced it, I was like, "Oh, wouldn't it be sick like to go to this?" And Jack was like like I'm quite forgetful and Jack was like we're literally going to London tomorrow morning and I was like um, oh shit yeah
1: I was sat in my bathroom on the toilet and then you sent me it and I was like I've literally just booked you a coach seat <laughs> to go to London on that day you're a knob
2: so then we booked a hotel and everyone was having a go at me on the way for booking this because we read the reviews and people oh were saying oh my god that. yeah anyway like...
1: the curtains <laughs> are falling down it was like mold in the bathroom and all. yeah when
2: like someone tried to get in on uh, like Fire X or something anyway it turned out to be all right long story short they did this great gig at this like pub opposite the house which had enough room with like one speaker and then like some amps and the drummer ended up cutting her head open because the bass the bassist fell on her cymbal it was just great that was partly our fault as well because the bassist
1: the bassist um broke his bait like his amp i don't know what's wrong with it but so he gave us he gave you i mean his bass to hold and you were like kind of playing along because we kind of knew the songs and then, like, um, he fixed it, took the bass back, and, like, I ju- went to go and jump up to sit on top of his amp, fell off the amp, like, because it was a big stack. It was a Fender basement stack. No, not a basement. I don't know. Uh, and he <laughs> fell into the cymbal, and then that like, cymbal, like, smacked the drummer on the head. Um, yeah. 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 Eventful night it was. It, it was, was very good. That,
2: that, that's, that's the sort of gigs that I want to be mm. doing. Like, that's, they're just so much fun. Free. Yeah. Sweaty. Too cramped. Like, probably illegal amazing
1: staying in a hotel that was it was in kensington though wasn't it it was like a really i think posh it was area. like
2: a one-star hotel that yeah went, like it, that. it worked at like seven pound between us like seven pound each between us <laughs> in kensington i'd stay there again it was lovely
1: <laughs> it, it was actually quite nice the receptionist was a bit Iffy. she didn't speak no she just kind of like anyway the key at us. <laughs> that's sports funny. team that's yeah.
2: a good band who else released yeah. good stuff last year oh um the night, night cafe, cafe we like oh well, there you yeah.
1: go great my sticker like night cafe um, they are good yeah
2: there's quite a lot we live to do but i think it's helpful because obviously me and jack are predominantly like well the song writers i guess like mm. um it's nice that we share the same sort of music taste
0: mm. yeah yeah uh finish it off i want to i want to know what's the the final goal where where what is the the place that you guys want to want to play at I end. mean, there's obviously yeah, there's obviously <laughs>
2: long-term goals like, and there's obviously like doable goals. I think our goals, well, our goals for 2021 were. Well, I'll tell you what they were, but obviously they not they're not as likely to happen now because this was if 2020 happened as well. Yeah, like kicking all that, but like sort of get played on Radio One, do like a even if it's a three, four, five day headline tour around the UK or a little, support tour, we'll take a support tour. Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Um, but big things, like I sold out UK tour, how amazing would that be?
0: Yeah,
1: Um, I mean, I've always, everybody, we did a live the other day for celebrating how many thousand followers, I think it was two, wasn't it, two thousand followers, and um, um, everyone was like, oh, will you ever come to Finland, ever come to USA, ever come to Brazil, it's like, I'd love to, but you're probably the only person who knows who we are in those countries, so if you're going to come to our show, that's fine, but yeah, yeah, I mean, long-term goal is just being able to go anywhere in the UK and play a show do you know what i mean like i think it's my a small biggest
2: venue. sort of small dream is like play like sort of every festival you can in one mm-hmm. summer like you've done one right let's like friday Well, oh shit we're playing this one saturday like i the tour life seems like it, I th- I'd, I'd enjoy it i want to
1: go on tour yeah. like
2: sleeping in a car if you have to getting up really early getting a coffee the services that's like just like wearing the same clothes, <laughs> yeah, those the of talk. coffee, <laughs> coffee I'm sorry, services. I, I do love my coffee, but just like smiling, wearing the same clothes. Like it's just all I'm just quite excited for it, as weird as it sounds. I know it's not for everyone, but I honestly can't wait. Yeah, soon.
0: All right, guys, thank you for coming on. I mean, that's right. Great. Thank you for having
2: us. I think yeah, it's, thank you for having us. It's been quite easy to go on for so long. I don't we've, yeah, we've, we've, we've gone off, very topic. off topic, yeah, but it's brilliant. That's, that's what it the, it should uh, be. The uh, vegan milk. <laughs> vegan milk. <laughs> time to end. Everything. <laughs> but no, thank you, mate. No yeah, problem. Thank
0: you very much. Thank you for coming on. I mean, I'll make sure that all your uh, links are in the description of the episode so anyone can go have a look and make Perfect. sure. Thank you.
2: Yeah, we'll um, spread the word whenever you're thinking of you know, releasing it. And uh, yeah, keep in touch. Definitely and let us will. know when you move to Bristol.
0: I will. August 1st, uh, I have to... Start my job. So around late June, I want to be in an in the area. Let's say just getting around, seeing what's there.
2: Okay. Best. Well, that gig is August something. I can't remember exactly. There's too many dates. Well, to remember, but it's August something. August so. 15th, I
1: think. That's so, my birthday. 16th. Is it? Oh, That's well, my August 15th as well.
2: Perfect. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get your dad down as well. There you yeah. go, sorted. <laughs> <Me and> your <laughs> <Right>. dad will <laughs> <have> <laughs> your <time. laughs> Brilliant. But yeah, cheers, mate. Thank you. ta-da